You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> and you said, hey, I'm not a Chief fan anymore. I'm no. back with the Bears no, 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 because no. Justin Fields has it figured out. There is not a lot of things more satisfying than... Not a lot of chatter around Rasul Douglas, but now sources say he heads to the Buffalo... Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Yeah, 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 Rutledge and Hamilton on a Tuesday. Happy Halloween. I'm Alex Grove in for Jim Rutledge alongside the Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton. Hello. The brilliant producer, Ryan Wollersheim, running the show as Rasul Douglas heading to the Buffalo. The Buffalo (laughs) as they roam. Can we talk about... It looks like Ryan's about to put up 70 points today. Yeah, so... Yeah. He's uh, going to crush it today. So we heard Kyle Brust and Nortman bragging for two hours straight on these airwaves about how great their costumes were, when literally two-thirds of it was just their profession, right? I uh, mean, Kyle kind of. was himself. Kyle was himself in high school. Brad was Ben as a college athlete, and Ben was Brad as a professional punter. At least we put some effort in. Ryan Wollersheim. Well, Ryan put some effort in. We didn't either. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Ryan Wollersheim uh, rocking a Mike McDaniel-like fit. I didn't realize how much those two looked alike. Dude, I've been saying it since we started this show. Since Ryan took over as producer, I've been saying he is Mike McDaniel. Well, I've been saying Mike McDaniels, but now yeah. I'm saying it's Mike McDaniel. Good job. And Ryan. fix that up? And I know it's not the same guy, but Ryan looks like the alpha nerd right now. Yeah, no. Matt just thinks I look like anyone who wears glasses, is what it is. Me and anyone who wears glasses are the same person. That's all it is. If you grew a little more scruff and had like that dirty beard that Mike's got, uh, you'd you'd have this outfit perfect. Yeah, I'm the the intern version of Mike McKenna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the the prototype. You're the the Denver ball boy version of Mike McKenna. Yeah, (laughs) Matt Hamilton rocking his, uh, uh, what what would you want to call that? My Coors Light Abominable Beer Man. Abominable beer man. Onesie. Onesie. I'm also wearing a onesie I'm Santa Claus because it snowed today. I figured that was fitting. Well, that's why I wore the the snowman. Also, Coors Light's the most delicious beer yeah, and out Rut- there. And Rutledge and Hamilton is presented by Coors Light. When the mountains are blue, Matt, you know what to do. Put on your Coors Light onesie and crush a Coors Light. The question everybody dying to know on the text line, 844-770-3776, was Matt at the East Side Hive yesterday? No. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to say yes. <laughs> 608 texted that in. Don't have their name. Uh, Sorry, 608. That was not me. Darn. You didn't go to the grocery store yesterday? I went straight from the show to curling. I had I had played a doubleheader last night. So that explains your voice a little bit. Well, I mean, I was also gone curling all last week. I played eight games now in four days. But you it's sounded good of, yesterday. It's a lot of time out on the ice, screaming in this kind of like dry, cold air. Heavy breathing. You know, I got to catch my breath a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. All right, let's get into this. So NFL trade deadline over an hour ago. All four teams in the NFC North make moves. Tell me which one is not like the other. The Minnesota (laughs) Vikings acquire quarterback Josh Dobbs from the Arizona Cardinals. The Chicago Bears acquire defensive end Montez Sweat from the Washington Commanders. And the Detroit Lions acquire 
wide receiver Donovan Peoples-Jones from the Cleveland Browns. Here's the one that's not like the other. Spoiler alert. (laughs) The Green Bay Packers trade cornerback Rasul Douglas to the Buffalo Bills for a 2024 third-round pick. The Bears at the deadline. Buyers. The Vikings at the deadline. Buyers. The Lions at the deadline. Buyers. And the Packers at the deadline. Sellers. The Packers move on from cornerback Rasul Douglas earlier today as he heads off to the Buffalo Bills. My mind goes one place, and I would love to hear from you right now. 844-770-3776. Your way into Rutledge and Hamilton. Again, that number, 844-770-ESPN. Are the Green Bay Packers tanking? Because this is not a move a football win in 2023 does. And now 2-5 and five on the year the Packers are. They get rid of their second best defensive back in Rasul Douglas. Matt Hamilton, what say you? Well, I say so far this year he might be our best defensive back. That, that I would agree with. So, I don't know. Uh, honestly, the Packers, they're not intentionally tanking, but I think they see the writing on the wall. I think they see that this Packers team did not... Uh, improve as fast or as uh, quickly as they were hoping they would. Uh, There's still hope because there is a lot of young pieces on this team. Goody was able to get a a third rounder for a guy who he picked up off a practice squad, right? So, like, he got some good value for Razul, and it's, it's trending towards another season of young players and trying to see where we're at. The question is, because we're already not a great football team right now, and we're, I mean, we're not in the lead for that Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Oh, they're getting close, though. But we're certainly in the mix. And only, one, only, only one game ahead. Yeah, and there's a handful of quarterbacks. I'm wondering if, could this be Goody saying, we're looking for draft picks, capital that can be traded away on draft day to move up a spot in the draft? get a quarterback? Mm. Like, I don't know. I don't think Goody... Ah, man, it would take a lot for me, for him to move on from Jordan Love, I think. But if he did... I think next year, yeah. Yeah, I, but, think, I think this shows that the Packers are in a... Like, we kept saying rebuild or reset, and people wanted that, to right? deny it a little bit. They're saying, like, yeah, we're young, but we're not in a rebuild. Like, this should show you that we have... We laid a foundation of a rebuild. We didn't get the production we were expecting out of our young guys, and now we're just trying to pile on as many more, much as much more capital as we can get. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Alex Strofe in for Jim Rutledge here on Rutledge and Hamilton, asking you right now: Do you believe the Packers are tanking following trading Rasul Douglas to the Buffalo Bills? Uh, so, a couple things on what you said there, Matt. I, I, I'm with you on Goody wanting to move on from Jordan Love. I think that would take more than this. But what we have to keep in mind is Goody's boss, Mark Murphy, the president and CEO of the Packers, several months ago said, I think it'll be about half the season when we know whether or not Jordan Love is that dude. Mm-hmm. And if we were to say through seven games, which is just about half of the season, is Jordan Love that dude? What would our answer be? No. No, Jordan Love is not that dude. And that's a deadline. Goody's boss set. If this team 
continues to lose, and they have no games on this schedule that are gimmies. If they had any games on this schedule that were gimmies, it was the Las Vegas Raiders, who we watched on national television last night get boat raced by the Detroit Lions, and it was their divisional rival, the Denver Broncos, who also beat the Packers. No gimmies on this schedule. And the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Kansas City Chiefs. They might have figured something out. After that first go with yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah, well, 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 yeah. That's what I'm but, saying, because they but, kept it close against them. Then they had the Packers, and they played fairly good defense. Obviously, we didn't have our greatest game. And then they go out and house the Chiefs. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. So, like, but, I don't know. Maybe they've turned a the corner. Who, I'm not calling it a gimme. The Raiders should have been a win. The Raiders. The Broncos stand. certainly seemed like a gimme, but again, I think that one, there's a little well, more layers team. to that but onion. Let's, let's keep in mind. Broncos were the team that allowed Ryan Wollersheim slash Mike McDaniel to put 70 points on them just a couple weeks before they played the Packers. 844-770-3776 asking you right now, do you believe? Do you believe? The Packers are tanking following trading cornerback Rasul Douglas to the Buffalo Bills. Let's go to the phone lines. 844-770-3776. We go to the great state of Oklahoma in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's Brandon joining us on Rutledge and Hamilton. What do you got, Brandon? Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, I definitely think at this point they're uh, tanking because when you look at Goody, you can agree or disagree with some of his picks, but I don't think he's dumb. Like, there's no way after last year he trades Devontae and is totally shocked that the team got worse, the offense got worse. And there's no way that he trades a guy like Rasul now and thinks, oh, well, you know, how can we – uh, not get worse from this as well. I, I, they're definitely tanking. And it worries me because this is a guy who's acting like his job is very secure. Like, he's not on a hot seat. Like, he feels no pressure to win this year or next year. Like, he's not going anywhere. So, if people don't like how he does things, then I think we got to get used to it because I think he's very secure in what he does. There's no way Murphy's going to fire this guy. Mm-hmm in my opinion, as long as Murphy's here. So at minimum, Goody's here for two more years. And I think Goody has either realized, yep, we're not going to get any better, so I might as well have a ton of draft capital to go into next year. Um, and I just don't see how you can look at this as anything other than tanking. That's a great call by Brandon in Tulsa, and that's a really important point. Because, as he mentioned, Mark Murphy, two years left until he gets, reaches that 65-year-old uh, age limit as the president and CEO of the Packers. And I see no chance in hell that Mark Murphy puts his successor in a position where they have to hire a new general manager and a new head coach. So, while Goody feels secure, I think it's because he should feel secure, and he is secure. And I don't know that that should be the case, as Brandon and Brandon Tulsa points out. You can get in on the conversation as well. 844-770-3776. Are the Green Bay Packers tanking? See, that's a very interesting point you make about Goody feeling secure. He should feel secure for at least the next two years. But if I'm an incoming president, I'm trying to do what I want to do. You're not going to necessarily stick with the old regime, especially if it hasn't been working out for him. So I'm kind of of the belief that maybe Goody is ready to move on from love here. This is him preparing to take a quarterback and take another bite at the apple and then potentially showing that new president who comes in, hey, I might not have hit with Jordan Love, but this could be the guy. And I think this is a guy we've show, we've seen flashes because they'll have that 2024 season. So, yes, Goody's job is safe for two years, but he needs to prove himself to the next president. Otherwise, that guy's going to be looking to move on as soon as he can. 
Yeah, I think that's a good point, Matt. And it's it's just hard to perceive, right? And hard to to accept because if you look at the moves, and Brandon began to point them out, that Brian Gutekunst has made as the general manager of the Green Bay Packers over the course of eh, let's say the last eighteen or so months. Let's go a little farther back so we can include Devonte. Well, that's that's where I'm starting. Oh, okay. Yep. So that was about eighteen months ago, April of last year. Devontae Adams traded to the Raiders. Yep. You go to about a year after that, Aaron Rodgers, the first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, traded to the New York Jets because you couldn't get a hold of him. Goody's ego got in the way. You well, no, you, you, he, didn't, I mean, he didn't Facetime him, right? Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't talk face to face, so it was time for me to start shopping around. And now today, he trades Rasul Douglas. By the way. One of one of the things I've always been very complimentary of when no, it comes to Brian Gutekunst. This was a good move for Goody. Yes, he's he. This team is not good enough to do well. He got something for a guy that was literally free, essentially. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's that's what I was about so to like, point this out. This is actually yeah. a very good move. The getting rid of Rodgers and Devontae, or like screwing up that kind of like relationship. And drawing all this attention because he upset Rodgers so much and Rodgers being the diva he is, garnering all that attention, that is the negative on Goody. Goody has done some really great things. Getting Rashawn, re-signing him, that I think was a good move. He did a good job with Jair. Jair had some great seasons with the Packers. Yeah, he seems a little gun-shy to tackle right now, but no doubt about it, Jair was a good pick, at least for a while. And now you took a guy that was essentially free and got a third rounder out of him, or like I guess value wise, you got a fourth rounder, right? Because mm-hmm. they're giving up a fourth and, or a fifth and result. a fifth. You get, but you get a third, right? Yeah. You, you're adding an extra third. You have an extra second next year. So Goody clearly stocking up on picks in the first two days. But as you, you kind of pointed out, and what I was about to get to is one thing I have been complimentary on Brian Gutekunst on is the fact that these low risk, high reward moves have often paid off for him. And Rasul Douglas being one of those guys that now you got the high reward in a high-performing cornerback, but now you get the reward and you turn that into a third-round pick. And mm-hmm. to your point, technically, I guess we could call it a fourth with right. losing a fifth, but it's a third-round pick yeah. regardless. During a season, which I think through seven games we can already say is lost. The Packers are 2-5. and five. Their offense hasn't scored a touchdown in the first half of a football game since September 17th. They won't play <laughs> another game until November 5th. That's almost two full months without scoring an offen- or a, a touchdown down in the first half offensively. That's pathetic. I, I think a high school football team might be able to score a touchdown in the first half. You give them 87 cracks at it. I mean, it, it's legitimately <laughs> pathetic. So yeah, I view this as a lost season, and maybe the right option is tanking. I can't think off the top of my head, So, and if anybody wants to text in, a good example of a team that tanked, outwardly tanked, and has been able to turn it around quickly. There's examples in baseball. I don't know that there's a really good example of that in the NFL. Because, number one, tanking doesn't happen a ton in the NFL, at least openly. But this this seems like the direction the Packers are purposely headed. Because their offense has no rhythm at all. Their defense is injured at every level of the defense. They have somebody on injured reserve or somebody that was out or somebody that's been out for an extended period of time. And you've got a bunch of underperformers on both sides of the ball. They're 2-5. and five. This team stinks. So, yeah, if Jordan Love isn't the guy and you don't believe this team has a real chance to compete until 2025 or 2026, go get the guy of the future. Whether that's Drake May or Caleb Williams or Michael Penix Jr. or Marvin Harrison Jr., whoever the hell it is, go get him. Because at this point right now as we stand on Halloween, happy Halloween to you too, <laughs> this team sucks. 
And it's really, really frustrating. And today is just another notch in the belt saying, hey, yeah, this team stinks. 100% hit the nail right on the head there. I, I don't know what how I can add to that. This team is underperforming, underachieving. They aren't showing flashes of great football. They're showing flashes of competent football. But you need competent football the majority of the time with flashes of greatness to give yourself a shot in the NFL. This is the NFL. Yeah. This team is not playing at NFL caliber. Uh, Bill and Madison points out a good one. Uh, as we have the head coach here, Mike McDaniel, as Ryan Wollersheim dressed up as him today. He says the Dolphins tanked for two. It took a few years, but they're contenders now. So that that's tough yeah. because he wasn't a number one overall pick, right? So you don't know who's going to be there. But yeah. they drafted they certainly Tua. They tanked. They, 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 they even they, talked. Like, that was they, almost they openly. Back. They openly they were, right? talked about getting draft capital when they traded away their star left tackle yep. and yeah. all yep. the other guys. One, yep. of the, one of the coaches, like, whistle blew on him but, saying, like, you should lose games. Oh, yeah, that? yeah. D.C. and uh, Minnesota now. What's his name? Brian, Brian Flores. Yeah, yes. and, and if you look at where they drafted him, it was pick five. Pick five overall. Right now, if the NFL draft was to happen tomorrow, the Packers would be picking number six overall. I got another example of a team that actually did well after tanking. Now, this wasn't a full-on tank, but when Peyton Manning had his neck injury and they didn't bring in any talent to replace him, they got Andrew Luck with the first overall pick, and then Andrew Luck was a pretty solid right out the gate for him. Yeah, that was the only other option I can think of is what was it the Eagles like two or three years ago when they put uh, Nate Sudfeld on the field over Jalen Hurts. That's right. They weren't like truly tanking because they didn't go through a full rebuild. Now they're the best team in football, but they were actively trying to lose that game. Right. Right. So I mean, you don't see it often, but it's it's rare and it definitely is. Yeah. Like like. So there there are examples. So that that makes me feel a little bit better. Right, because I'm sitting here and yelling that the, this team sucks because they do. Right, two and five is stinky, and they probably shouldn't even be two and five. Jordan Love hasn't shown me enough to to make me feel really good about him being the guy. So yeah, if there's an opportunity at a highly touted quarterback in the NFL draft, which number one, it's ridiculous to me. I'm talking about the NFL draft in October, but here we are. When you're two and I'm five in October, you can talk about the draft, which sucks. Which sucks. It does. Uh, Daniel the Sloth t- chimes in on the text line, which you can get in on as well, 844-770-3776. Why are we always the most injured team in the NFL? Doesn't say, doesn't that say a lot about our strength and conditioning program we have in Green Bay? It's pathetic how often we are injured. I'm just not an expert enough in that category right. to sit here and, and rag on the strength and conditioning people. But, yeah, you're not wrong about that. I feel like it's been many years where the Packers just feel completely decimated by injuries, and this year has been another one of those. But, I, again, I, I don't know if you're healthy how different your record is. I mean, you might Aaron Jones wins. would have helped a lot in those middle four games. That yeah. If we're talking true health, David Bakhtiari being healthy yeah, would be true. a big difference. That's true. But that's like... Maximum health. Which, yeah, that's like, maximum health. No, and no he has he might not even that might not even be in his vocabulary anymore. True. Yeah, maximum health for him is probably seventy percent of games. Just like Matt's seventy uh, full time radio, seventy percent of shows. Hey, that hey, might be pushing it. Call him as we see him here on Raw Jam. Hey, I've, I've, I've been filling in for Jim more than I've been filling in for Matt. <laughs> I was just gone for like two we- two weeks out of the last three. I have n- no you have room no room to, to talk. talk. Yeah. All right, fair enough. He's Matt <laughs> Hamilton. I'm Alex Stroh. Brian Wollersheim running the show. Eh, scratch that. I'm Santa Claus. He's the abominable beer man. Yeah, the Coors Light Mike, abominable beer man. Mike McDaniel running the show. We're asking you: Do you believe the Packers are tanking? Do you believe? Following trading Rasul Douglas to the Buffalo Bills today. I also have a, an irrational fear when it comes to Rasul Douglas. We'll talk about that next as we continue to hear from you on the text and talk line.
talk and text line, text and talk line. It works both ways. 844-770-3776. Do you believe the Packers are tanking? I will tell you my irrational fear. We will continue to read and hear your responses. Coming up next, it's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Presented by Coors Light rolls on on your Halloween on your Tuesday. I'm Alex Strofin for Jim Rutledge alongside the Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton. Hello. Ryan Wollersheim helping us out as always. Prime time running the show from the Everlight Solar Studio. Do you believe? Do you believe the Packers are tanking after trading cornerback Rasul Douglas to the Buffalo Bills today? They get a third round pick back. They trade out Rasul Douglas and a fifth round pick to the Buffalo Bills here on NFL trade deadline day. The deadline about 90 minutes ago, three o'clock, excuse me, local time. <laughs> Don't run that tape back. Yeah. Um, hey now. The answer is yes. Now, they, they might be unofficially tanking, but they didn't add any players to try and get better, and they lost one for a future pick that can't help them this year, so clearly they're getting worse. So, like, you can spin it however you want, mm-hmm. and you don't have, like, if you don't like the word tanking, they're not, okay, they're not tanking, but they're not trying to get better. That's obvious. Yeah, the the the. the Tough. I'm the part I'm having a tough time with is I don't know that it's blatant outright tanking, but they are a bad team who got worse today. So it's hard for me to sit here and be like, yeah, they're they're avoiding it. You know, I I I don't think it's as black and white as maybe I'm setting up the question as. Oh, it's definitely not. But But they they are our job as radio people. but (laughs) But they are a bad team who got worse today. So that leads me closer to yes than no when it comes to them tanking. Eric and Madison text in. He says tanking. Yes. And I think that's the wise move. I mean, it is, I, I think it is now, too. I, I've seen enough. We have seen 30 years of elite quarterback play. We've had this whole trope that Jim has seen his entire life bad quarterback play. I still am not going to listen to you, Jim, because that's all you know. All I know is elite play, and what I've mm-hmm. seen is not it. Not even flashes of it. The, the, the thing that I think Jordan Love has going for him the most is that I think he's got a pretty decent pocket awareness, and that's about it. So just to recap, in the NFC North, what happened today? The Washington Commanders traded defensive end, star defensive end, Montez Sweat to the Chicago Bears for a second-round pick next year. The Minnesota Vikings making two moves today. They send Ezra Cleveland, the offensive guard, to Jacksonville for a six-round pick, and they receive quarterback Joshua Dobbs coming off the heels, no pun intended, of Kirk Cousins' Achilles tear over the weekend against the Packers. Josh Dobbs, now a Viking. They send a seventh-round pick, get a six-round pick in return. The Detroit Lions receive wide receiver Donovan Peoples-Jones from the Cleveland Browns for a six-round pick. And uh, Green Bay trading Rasul Douglas to the Buffalo Bills. They receive a third-round pick, and they trade out a fifth-round pick. So every move in the every team excuse me, in the NFC North making a move today, the only one that really indicates this is a seller is the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> well, the fact that they sold the player off. I mean, I guess Minnesota kind of did Minnesota did, as well. did, but they also returned one, and, See, and a quarterback Minnesota was likely going to start for them the rest in, of the year. They're in the hunt, right? They have, they, even with Josh Dobbs, I think they have 
playoff aspirations. They have good enough players on their team. They have some guys that are coming up on contract years, so they kind of need to do something to show the players that they're on a playoff caliber team and we're close, and then show the fans that you're getting there. So I think it was a good move for the Vikings to get Dobbs. I think he's a good fit for them. You're not gonna you're not gonna spend too much, or you didn't give too much away to get a guy who's going to be absolutely serviceable going forward. The Bears, they're clearly just trying to like they're trying to stack this defense out because they still are a big question mark at offense. They don't know, I don't think, if Fields is the guy or not. Yeah, I still think they're in that Caleb Williams lottery just as much as anyone else is. I would agree. And then the Lions talk about adding depth to an already stacked wide receiving core. Yeah. Like, they're in it to win it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a solid receiving core. Donovan Peoples-Jones, obviously not like a number one option like Amon Ross St. Brown is, but he certainly adds depth. And Ryan and I were talking way before the show when that move came through, Donovan Peoples-Jones, to the Detroit Lions. I said to him something around the lines of, like, ah, that wouldn't have been the worst move in the world for the Green Bay Packers to make, right? I mean, what, what did they send out again? I know I just read it, but now it's It was I, a sixth-round pick. Yeah. If the Packers use a six-round pick to get an experienced wide receiver, which they do not have on the roster... He'd be the I, oldest wide receiver by five years on this team. Is he 29? I don't I, think he's that old. No? No, he was at Michigan for a long time. He wasn't there that long. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, look it up. I'm just saying, Goody does not want a player on this he's team 20, over... He's only, he's only 24. So actually, Peoples-Jones is yeah, only, 24? only 24? Holy cow. That's, I, I figured he was probably 26, but... Yeah, me too. Yeah, that would have been a heck of a pick for the sixth rounder. It was a twenty twenty five sixth rounder as well. Yeah, that that shows you that we are sellers right now. We're not Def- looking to add any players. We at don't need all. to debate sellers. This team is bad. They are planning for the future. Anybody that told you it wasn't a rebuild was lying to your face, blatantly. Cootie. And, and this team is in a full blown rebuild. They don't know if their quarterback's the guy. They don't know who's going to be a part of this offense. They hope that some of these young receivers and pass catchers and playmakers will develop and become better over time. And do I believe that can happen? Of course. But this should prove one thing to you in 2023, and that is that this team is bad, and they are not competing for a playoff spot. They are not competing for a division title. They are competing for a top 10, if not a top 5 pick in the NFL draft next year. That's what today proves to me. Pat Madison makes a good point. If a guy you pulled off a practice squad and eventually traded for a third is the straw that breaks the camel's back on defense, then that's a great sign to tank, fire the defensive coordinator, and hope that they help you to the worst record in over a decade. This tank needs ammo. I'm glad they moved Rasul Douglas, but it still hurts. From Pat Madison. I think he nailed it. I saw a video on on X, which you can hit us up on, at Jim and Matt on, on X. I saw a video on there of Rasul Douglas earlier today rocking a bunch of Packers gear and just like vibing in his car, just listening to music, having a good old Halloween. And he gets traded like 90 minutes after he posts that on Snapchat. So you, you feel for the guy. I don't think he knew it was coming. I think he heard the rumblings. He was one of the few names that have been brought up over the course of the last couple of days leading up to today's trade deadline. But you still feel for the guy, right? It, it seemed like he was a guy that came in. He obviously made a huge play. I think it was two years to the date. Uh, against Arizona, or almost two years to the date. Yeah, it was week seven of uh, two seasons ago. Yeah, so almost two years to the date. Uh, when he came in, he played Arizona, the team. I believe the Packers signed him from off the practice, practice squad. Practice yeah. And uh, he made the game ceiling interception against an undefeated Cardinals team. And two years later, he shipped out for a third-round pick. So in terms of Goody, because we're not going to give him a ton of credit until 6 o'clock tonight, but in terms of Goody, 
to take a guy from a practice squad and two years later turn that into a third-round pick, that worked out all right. Yeah. Yeah. That worked out all right. Ryan, how do you feel about losing Rizzo? It's sad because, like I said, he was. it felt like they need guys who can help build a culture and build like a foundation of a good roster. And mm-hmm. he was one of those guys, just like bedrock guys. And he seemed like probably the biggest true leader on this team. Like, I don't know if Jair is. I don't know if Kenny Clark is on the defense. And I really don't feel like there's any of those leaders on the offense. So I just I felt like he was important in more ways than his on-field play. And he was probably the best corner they've had this season considering Jair's injuries. So, yeah, no, it's it's tough to see all around. Yeah, the, the disappointing part, I, I think, of all this is I, I remember seeing, I think it was from Rob Domofsky on on Sunday night, after they lost at home to the Minnesota Vikings, I, I think the term holding court was used to explain Russell yeah, Douglas. Yeah. Like one-on-one, he was having guys come over to his locker and hash through some of the BS they've been dealing with over the course of this four-game losing streak. And so in terms of locker room leaders, he has begun to stick out as one. And now he gets shipped to Buffalo for, for a third-round pick. You think Goody saw that and was just like, hey, dude. Dude, we're, no, not, we're try- not trying to do that here right now. <laughs> we're not trying, we're to, trying to lose games. We're, tr- we're trying to get Caleb Williams, bro. Get the hell over to Buffalo. We want it to be as toxic as possible in this locker room. Real, qu- want- real quick, my irrational fear that I brought up before, and then we'll have Matt tell us about Dancing Goat Distillery, and then we'll play What Matt Missed coming up next. Buffalo defensive back, formerly a Green Bay Packer. Anybody come to mind when I say that? Micah Hyde. It's going to happen again, isn't it? Yep. Rasul Douglas is going to turn into an all-pro type player multiple years in a row for the Buffalo Bills and lead them to a Super Bowl or something with lead Micah Hyde. Lead them to a Super Bowl? Yeah, Rasul Douglas and Micah Hyde going to lead this team to a Super Bowl. I don't know about that. Lead. Yeah. It won't be Josh Allen. It won't be James Cook. It won't be Stephon Diggs we're talking about. He's <laughs> <laughs> talking about the former Packers. The former Packers. Micah Hyde. Babies. Yeah, so Ryan, I know you're sad about losing Rizul Douglas, and I would tell you, if you're as sad as you say you are, I would drown your sorrows in a delicious glass of a quirky and humble blend from Dancing Goat Distillery. I'm telling you, it's a fantastic bourbon. I'm kind of a bourbon head, and this is not like any bourbon I've ever had. It's aged in a Colombian oak wood. It really adds a lot of different flavors that you wouldn't expect in a bourbon, except it's got the exact same mash that you'd expect from a bourbon. It's 51% corn or more. It's got all the things. It's bottled here in Wisconsin, Cambridge, Wisconsin, to be exact. You can go up there, check out the distillery. Do like there, There's distillery tours. There's tastings. They even have your own uh, liquor making experience. Go online to dancinggoat.com. Check that out. And you know what? You might end up with a delicious spirit of your own from Dancing Goat Distillery. Go online to dancinggoat.com for more ideas for what you could do with a delicious bourbon like a Corky and Humble Blend. He's the Olympic gold medalist, Matt Hamilton. I'm Alex Strofe. Mike McDaniel, prime time. Ryan Wollersheim. Running the show for us, as always. Here from the Everlight Solar Studio, downtown Madison, we continue to react. Rasul Douglas to Buffalo. The Packers are sellers. Are they tanking? You can vote in the poll on Twitter, at ESPN Madison, at Jim and Matt. I've now called it X and Twitter in the same segment. I don't know. You know what I mean. We'll continue to talk about that. But coming up next, we play a little What Matt Missed. It's Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Don't put my love on your back, Warner. 
Justin Hamilton. Happy Halloween. I'm Alex Grove in for the dad, Jim Rutledge, out taking his kids trick-or-treating. Couldn't come into work today. Honestly, awesome excuse to not come in, and I look forward to being able to use that same excuse. Let's be real. You having his kids? Ki- Is this an announcement? Well, I mean, someday. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, but it seems like a really fantastic excuse, and his kids probably are going to get a really big kick out of him going. So I was like, Jim, take Halloween off. You go get all that refined sugar that you have been working off at Carbon, and uh, you'll be you'll be good to go. Our our sugar intake, Matt, will be uh, via line and kugels. Yes, it will. That's because it's a delicious Wisconsin beer. And for a close to 155 years, Liney's been staying true to that Jacob Leinenkugel's vision for combining the German brewing traditions of his homeland with the innovative spirit of his new home here in Wisconsin. Today, you'll find that spirit alive and well inside their wide range of German-inspired beers. From Shandy's to IPAs, Weiss to Box, Liney's Juicy Peach to the Northwoods Amber, they've got a beer to flavor any moment. I'm a big fan of that Northwoods Amber right now, especially with the temperature kind of dropping. You got that that nice fall vibes even though we had a little snow today that northwood Am- that northwoods amber is the perfect beer for fall go check it out wherever you get delicious beers and remember you got to be 21 years or older to enjoy so i've never been on the hosting side of this segment i've always produced it formerly when i was the producer of this show which now ryan uh, yeah. wollersheim does so you have not told me anything we're about to play nope but the goal of the game is for matt to guess who it is speaking and what they are speaking about, correct? Yeah. Yeah, who you, and what what it's about. You believe I'll hit this at a 100% clip? You? Yeah. Mm. Here's the thing. Jim I goes, think you'll get you'll get four out of the five. Okay. Yeah, Jim will chime in after I give my take, and it's, uh, yeah. he's typically right. So <laughs> if, if you're as good as Jim, we'll find out. All right, we will find out. Time now for What Matt Missed. Context is important. Oh, man. Except when you're an Olympic gold medalist. Honestly, I have no idea who it is. Here we go, yo. Obviously, he's talking about some maybe. It's time for What Matt Missed on Rutledge and Hamilton. Those clips are so good. Yeah, you make me sound like a real idiot, right? Oh, dude, we sound so smart on this show. No, we don't might not always sound smart on this show, but let me know if you can guess uh, who this was and what they were talking about on another show here at ESPN Madison. But I, I don't think anyone has come up with the solution to the offseason yet. Like, I haven't heard one person from you to Wilde and Tausch to, sure. I mean, obviously, Rutledge and Hamilton are not going to. We know that. <laughs> the idea of, of coming up to Kyle, to Ben, to Norman, I haven't heard anyone come up with, like, all right, we're going to go back in time. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to reposition this offseason, and here's what it's going to be. Because Rodgers is gone, right? We know that. But I just don't know who they're bringing in that's going to make them so much better. Why do you look like you're so puzzled by what I'm saying? Is it because you're still hearing me double or you're actually puzzled by what I'm saying? Matt, who's that? <laughs> He's trying to get me with this guy every week, I think. This I think guy. I got it. Is it Evan Cohen? That was Evan Cohen, <laughs> correct. That, that was Evan Cohen yesterday. Oh, on- no, wait, 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 wait. Matt, where was it? What show was that on? Uh, on Unsportsmanlike? No, that was on Mr. Irrelevant with Alex Stroh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Irrelevant. Wow, uh, which, nice pull. Which, uh, good chat with Evan Cohen yesterday. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Mr. Irrelevant wherever you find your podcast. New episodes Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Thanks for that, Ryan. Wait, Welcome. so is it dropped yet? Could I have heard that yet? Yeah, it came out yesterday. I just said that. Oh. It aired live yesterday on Twitter. ESPN oh, on yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to tune in, but something came up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. I was washing sure. my hair. 
Have you been on the show yet? Yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, you were. Forgetful episode. Yeah, really. All right. For- <laughs> All right. We'll see how, uh, how much you've been paying attention to other things that were going on yesterday then, Matt. Oh, no. That's not even a part of my thinking. My thinking is all about just how do we get our guys to feel confident about what they're doing, going out there, playing fast, playing decisively, um, and executing. Now, Matt, I think you know who that is. That was LaFour. That's correct. That was at his press conference yesterday. Yeah. But what is it you think he's talking about there? Did someone ask if the Packers were tanking? <laughs> <laughs> no. They're asking the opposite, if the team would be adding at the trade deadline, which we now know they obviously are not. Yeah, I, I think his answer would have worked for that question as well, though. I saw an amazing clip from Mike McCarthy today. Uh, it was from, I believe, the 2018 or 2017 season. And he was asked, you know, what's, what's the trade deadline like around here at 1265? And he goes, isn't it next week? And the reporter, I think it was Bill Huber, goes, no, it was yesterday. And then Mike McCarthy laughs and goes, that's what it's like around here. Yep. It's pretty accurate. I mean, it's amazing the Packers made a move, regardless of selling or buying. It's it's amazing to me they actually made a move today. Mm-hmm. This, is yeah. the, this is the first time in my five or six years working around the Packers or in media that they've ever made a move, I think. Oh, wait, I take that back. I take that back. The year McCarthy was fired. They traded uh, Ha Clinton Dix and Ty Montgomery on the same day. Oh, yes. And those were the two Packers jerseys I owned at that point. Yeah, it was after the loss of the Rams, right? Yeah, yeah you got ha, it. Yeah. I remember Montgomery got uh, shipped out bad, after he dropped that right. kickoff. Yeah. Bad, had a bad fumble. Yep. And then uh, Ha Ha just was underperforming. That's right. Oh, he didn't, want, he didn't want to be here. No, he didn't. No, there was a lot of frustration with Ha Ha. Now, Matt, I'm curious if you know who else this was who's also frustrated with his current situation. I honestly, I, I don't know what to say at this moment. I, I truly don't. I wish I had the, the words to, you know, to say something that's not going to get blown up in the media and, and taken out of context. So I'm going to just, uh, I truly, I just don't know. Now, I know we lack context here, Matt, but I'm curious if you know who that was. He was trying not to get blown up today, which he ended up being on Religion <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> Uh, was that Devontae Adams? Was. That was. That was after the Raiders lost to the Lions. Oh, did you football. see him slam his helmet down on the sideline? Rightfully Everyone so. He was Rightfully so, so upset. Wow. Rightfully so. I feel bad for him. Yep. I, I, I was sad I mean, to see him I don't think he'd be a whole ton happier here in Green Bay if we kept no, him and still shipped Aaron Rodgers out. So, like, you know. I, I, sorry, I sorry, Devontae. I don't know how much Jordan Love. I don't know how much better Jordan Love would be doing than Jimmy G. No, I, well, I don't know. Jimmy G. Those, some of those missed passes last night Bad. were like worse than, I mean, Bad. worse than anything I've seen from Jordan Love this year. Yeah, Legitimately. No it was pretty that. awful. All right, but there's another uh, not so spectacular performance by one player on a team in the NFL this weekend. Let me see if you guys can guess who this is about. He disappointed me. He called that he was going to come back and have a pick six, not a pick field goal. I'm going to play that one more time. I cut off the beginning a little bit. Well, he totally disappointed me. He called that he was going to come back and have a pick six, not a pick field goal. Matt, who do you think that is? That was you. What? That was Mike McDaniel. That was Mike McDaniel, correct. That was the (laughs) Dolphins head coach, Mike McDaniel. Wow, I am crushing it today. Now, who's he talking about? Yeah, what's it about? I mean, I don't know what player was blocked the kick and then got a bo- got the ball. Not blocked a not blocked the ball. Interception that led to a field goal. Oh, saying he should have got, got a pick six because it was his first game back. Yeah, got you. Uh, I don't know who he, it is. he's a dolphin. <laughs> Duh. Okay. He's the yeah. Dolphins' best defensive back. His first game with them ever. Oh, um, Ramsey. You got it. Correct. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Nicely done. 
Thanks for the clues. Yeah, we gave him a couple context clues. It helps out here. But, uh, (laughs) all right, we'll end the uh, segment on one more rather high note, you might say. Matt, let me know if uh, you can guess who this songbird is. Oh, say, can you see? (laughs) See what you did there. By the dawn's early light, what so proudly we hear. How many times have you listened to this? <laughs> and the the oh my gosh, this is worse than I. Mm, no, it's I don't not say worse. worse. It's not worse. But. It was pretty funny. Oh, I have no idea. Okay, we can turn it down. No, we can keep it going. <laughs> um, you don't know? No idea. That's Flav of Flav. Oh, <laughs> he was at the Bucks at the Milwaukee Bucks game. Bucks yeah. game. Yeah, I think that was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday when they played the Hawks, lost the Hawks. But yeah, Flavor Flav stole the show. <laughs> Safe to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and the video is so good because like half the bucks are laughing. Yes, yes. But like a couple of them are really into it. Because yeah. you know people love Flavor Flav. Yeah. But yeah, that that, that was terrific. Terrific? Are you sure it's terrific? Hey, I, I you need to listen a little that's closer. ARF, right? When it comes to when it comes to good stuff, that's but it's like ARF. A C, but it's that's a C enough. plus. No, that's a C plus. It wasn't C bad. What? It wasn't bad enough to be hilarious. It is hilarious. I don't know. There are some players laughing. Bad. It's it's just like you shouldn't have Flava Flav of all people singing the anthem, right? Like Fergie was horrible, but she's made her money singing. <laughs> like he hits his note. I don't. No, I don't he like, didn't. I don't like all this hate for Flava Flav. No, he didn't. Are you tone deaf? Yes. Okay. Clearly, did he hit that one? Not that one. <laughs> that one. Stroke. C plus. C plus. You are out of your mind. Right he now. went back for extra credit on, on the yeah, break. Yeah. I might even bump him to a B minus. Pat oh, Madison says that's high art, Wooly. You wouldn't understand. Shake my damn head. <laughs> it's high art. You don't get it, man. Neither do you, Matt. You Apparently guys are not. Two idiots are clueless. That's right, high let, art. Let's come back and let's all sing the national anthem here, guys. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, we'll no. take turns switching lines. Yeah. What nah. I actually, what I actually want to uh, see, Pat Madison says that's B minus. Robin Madison what? says, never mind. I can't read that one. <laughs> come on, Rob. <laughs> Hey now. We'll talk. We'll come back. I want to talk about parents. If you've stolen candy from your kids before on Halloween, of course they do. I want to hear from you and like how much. Like, and which ones are you taking? Are you taking that S tier candy or are you going down to like? Because Jim Rutledge isn't here today, and I feel like he's 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 a candy. He's thief. there for the goodies. Oh yeah, yeah. So we'll. Talk I bet about he's got that. a Coors Light walking around. Talking about that to wrap up the 4 o'clock hour, 5 o'clock hour. We'll move back to the Packers. That's all coming up. It's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. On this one, does the beat ever drop? 
Oh, there it goes. There it is. <laughs> Rollins and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, rolls on on your Halloween. Happy Halloween to you. Alex Strofe in for Jim Rutledge alongside the Olympic gold medalist who's always trick-or-treating Matt Hamilton. Hello. Mike McDaniel. It's a good look for him today, man. Ryan Wollersheim running the show for us, as always, here from the Everlight Solar Studio. Parents, I want to hear from you. 844-770-3776. How much of your kids' candy do you actually consume? Do you steal? Because I feel like... Maybe this is just the me being hey, young. I think steal I'm is a rough like, phrase. Let's say... The kids never pay rent. That's so. Like it goes through the quality <coughs> assurance taxes. process. Taxes. It goes through the quality assurance process. It's and never it too make it early out. to start teaching your kids about taxes. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. So how much are you taxing your kids? Halloween candy. Well, maybe not thirty-five percent, but. <laughs> so you say Jim Rutledge taking off today to take his kids trick or treating? That's okay. Yes. Give that a thumbs up. Yes. Ryan, I think it's fair. Yeah, that's what a parent should do. So and again, I, I heard a rumor about him. I can't say anything. <laughs> no, I need, none of us can. None of us have kids, but I. I well, well, you mean of. taking off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can then. Um, but I did hear a rumor about him today, and I'm curious if either of you heard this. But we were we were sent an email last week by our, by our uh, I think it's team administrator or team. Uh, I don't know what the actual ambassador maybe team ambassador. I know it's TA. That we should dress up. We should wear costumes in the office. The three of us and only one other person did it. But Jim said he's not coming in because he doesn't want to see everybody else in a costume. Well, not because he doesn't want to see others in a costume. Just because he doesn't want to be the only one not wearing a costume. Well, he definitely wouldn't have been. No. Most of our office did not participate today. We did because we're team players. There's an email that said we were supposed to wear costumes. <laughs> well, not we were supposed to, but we were encouraged to. Oh. It was mandated. <laughs> Mandatory costumes. Well, I mean, yes. nice. Yeah, I got that email. That's why the I'm here is, dressed though, up. The, th- the thing is with you, though, dude, like you pretty much dress. You wore a red, white, and blue uh, robe yesterday like you were Flava Flav. Yeah, I was just getting the stench of Canada off me before I go back. When are you going back? Sunday. You're back again? Mm. Are you off again next week? Yep. Whole okay. week, another curling tournament. Uh, well, that's uh, that's good. I'm back for a little bit, and then I got a vacation. <laughs> Where's the vacation? It's curling Where's a vacation. The va- Where's the vacation? No, I don't view it that okay. way anymore. Okay, I, I, I used to. You used to. I used to. Uh, Key West. Oh, nice. You been? No, I've not. Exciting. I've been to Florida, but not all the way down there. Just you and the wife? Nope. Whole family. Oh. Sister, dad, mom. I think my aunt and uncle are just going to be in Florida, so they're going to meet us down there. Yeah. Nice. going to turn into a whole family affair. Well, good. Happy family reunion to the Hamiltons. Hopefully, Alexander Hamilton makes an appearance as well. He's Matt <laughs> Hamilton. I'm Alex Strofe. I know he's dead. I'm just kidding. In form of a $10 bill. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Ryan Wollersheim with us as well. All right. We'll dive into the Packers more coming up next as the Packers trade Rasul Douglas to the Buffalo Bills here on NFL Trade Deadline Day. They receive a third-round pick. They also ship out a fifth-round pick along with the cornerback Douglas. Matt Hamilton said he's been the best cornerback in the field for the Packers this year. I would fully agree. So what does this tell you? Are the Packers tanking? Hit us up, 844-770-3776. That tank just got a lot of gas in it, in my opinion. We'll talk more about that and hear from you. 844-770-3776. Are the Packers tanking? That's next. It's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. 